Good morning, good morning, happy Friday. It is July the 19th. We made it through another week. And once again, I tell you, it's not how you start the race, but how you finish it. Um, but you gotta under, under, know, understand that uh, God is the author and um, finisher of our faith. But um, we don't, His goodness is what shines through what we're doing. So yeah, like I said, this week started off rough for me. Um, had the little health issues, and man, I'm feeling great now. Um, like I said, there's nothing but God's healing grace um, that, that I'm thankful for. So today, um, on Friday mornings at 6 a.m., um, we have men's discipleship, like Bible study. We meet up at a local coffee shop here, and um, we go in God's Word. And um, it's always a good thing. We have about about 10 of us, 8 to 10 of us that meet up pretty consistently. And, you know, we go through God's Word. We study it. We discuss it. You know, share what the Holy Spirit is, is, is pointing out to each of us. So this morning we're in Matthew. We're going through the book of Matthew. We're in Matthew 22. And uh, Matthew 22, once again, Jesus is going around. It's his parables. He's going around, um, you know, pretty much um, the teachers of the law. The Pharisees and Sadducees, and they're trying to catch him up. They're, they're mad that he's even here. And I mean, he's shutting them down left and right, pointing out hypocrisy, pointing out the message. But the beauty of it, he's pointing exactly to what's going to happen um, after um, he dies on the cross and is risen. But even things that affect us today. So, you know, Matthew 22 kicks off with the um, parable of the wedding feast. And we see, you know, Jesus talking about um, the kingdom of heaven. It's like the king that has this this land, and and basically um, it's it's a uh, matching it to say that how there will be warnings, you know, and that you know there will be those that go. I'm sorry, there'll be the kingdom of heaven will be like that, preparing for a big uh, wedding feast, and what happens is that he sends out his servants to go get those that have been invited, and I love that because it's pointing to those that have been chosen. And of course, a lot of people will sit there and say that there's a level of free will when it comes to um, God's will. But you got to think about that. How can you have free will according to God's will? No, free will is obedience and disobedience, but God's will be done. So the fact is, is he has chosen us. He has chosen us. And then there are some that will not be chosen because they, they, they are disobedient. And as the Bible says, I think it's Romans 1 and 28, because you know God's word and, and you you um, you don't heed it, you've been given over to a debased mind, meaning that you've been given over to your wickedness to do what you should not be doing, but I'm giving you over to that. But the fact is, is those that have been convicted and God is calling on their heart, he is, he is guiding us back home. As I mentioned in the previous episodes, the, my, my, my go-to scriptures, John 14 and 6, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father except through the Son. There is only one way to heaven, and that is Jesus Christ. Fully God, fully man, crucified, risen on the third day with all power in his hand as the means of salvation. There is no other way to heaven except through Jesus Christ. But he also says in John 6 and 44, Jesus says, No man comes to the Father unless the Father, no man comes to the Son unless the Father draws him. So Jesus, I mean the Father, God the Father, is using the Holy Spirit, God the Spirit, to bring us unto 
the Son, Jesus Christ. So he's reconciling the world back into himself. So that's when you look at the, the parable of the wedding feast. You're looking at exactly that. You're looking at, at um, the parable of saying that, look, God is sending, is God is sending, um, he sent his son. And the fact is, is they're going to be those that are going to profess the gospel and share the good news to bring others back to the son. Because at, at the end of the day, it's a wedding feast. So who is being married? It's Jesus Christ. And when we are a new creation, reborn in his, reborn um, with his spirit, we are now the bride of Christ. So the wedding feast is what's prepared for us in heaven. And we as the bride of Christ were able to gain admittance. Um, we don't deserve it, but because we are adopted into the family as the bride of Christ, um, we, we are able to sit at the table. That's literally a beautiful picture of what it was, uh, what it is for all of us. Um, and, and what he says in Matthew 22 was, you know, there'll be those that his, his, um, they will, you know, they will crucify and, 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 um, and kill the servants that are sharing the word. Look around. Think about when you, when you share the gospel, what do people want to do? They're ready to fight. They're ready to fight. Even professing Christians, they're ready to fight you. They're like, no, no. Why? Because the gospel is a two-edged sword. It's rightfully dividing flesh from the bone, meaning that it is rightfully dividing the two natures that we have within. We are creating God's image, his spirit, and we are also falling with the flesh, the spiritual nature. I mean, uh, the flesh, the sin nature. So those two war with each other. But the gospel is one where it's telling that sin nature, you are no longer welcome here. Get out of here. You were never supposed to be here. And the, the image of God is the conviction that he's putting on our heart is saying this is what we're right. This is speaking a language that we were rightfully supposed to speak. Yes, we're going to fight back. Yes, we're going to rebuke it. We're going to we're going to, you know, rebuke it. But as God is drawing us uh, closer and closer to him, we're going to love the word. We're going to love the correction. We're going to love his word given in proper context. So but anyway, he mentions that um, there'll be those that will be, be killed. And this angers God because why he's sending his messenger to save you, to save me. But the fact is, we, we rebuke and we hurt them and, and destroy them. God is like, wow, I'm giving you a warning here. And you won't even heed that. But it's what's going to come back. He's going to come back with his wrath. So, and I guess I'm only hitting the part of uh, Matthew 22 that we talked about this morning. But as the wedding feast ends, um, it mentions that, you know, there's a garment that you're going to put on. And of course, those that study go to Revelation. Remember that white garment? That, that as um, those that, whose names have been written on the Lamb's Book of Life, that white garment that we'll have. And the fact is here, it's saying that you had to have a garment for the wedding feast. It's almost basically, you know, a dress attire for admittance. Um, and the beauty is that that garment is the blood of Jesus Christ that washes us clean. So that, that once garment that was, you know, of a certain color through the blood of Jesus Christ has been washed clean. It's pure. It's white as snow. Um, and... You know, there'll be those, and I love it how it ends in the thing in uh, verse 11. Um, and it says, you know, but when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there a man who was had no wedding garment. And he said to him, friend, how did you get here in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, bind him hand and foot and cast him into the utter darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. And the beauty of it is I look at, I love how that ends because in my, one of my other scriptures that I love going to is 2 Timothy 3 and 5, especially in these end days. It says that there will be those that have a look of religiousness, but deny the power that can make them godly. 
The Holy Spirit is that which changes us completely. There's a lot of people that pretend to say, oh, well, look at me, I'm sanctified, Holy, Holy Ghost filled, da, da, da. But they deny the power because that they're sitting there um, building their religiousness on their own good deeds, on their own works, but they don't realize that they are the, they are dead in sin. I think it's Romans 1 and 1. You know, dead in, or 2 and 1. You're dead in sin. So how can you be dead and produce something you have no way of producing on your own? The Holy Spirit is that which brings us into understanding, changes us completely from the inside out, gives us a heart to seek after God's word. So anyway, I just wanted to share that brief little snippet from Matthew 22. Read the whole thing. Um, if you're a new believer in Christ or even, a, as they say in the old church, a seasoned saint, <laughs> which is hilarious, um, always go back to the to the Gospels. Always go back and read the the the. The parables and the beatitudes that Jesus... I mean, because a lot of people always say, well, did Jesus say that? But you, you already know that's just their defense mechanism to, to get out of correction. Because if you actually read and studied your Bible, you would go to John 1 and 1. And it would say, in the beginning was the Word, capital W. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. John 1 and 14. The Word, capital W, was made fleshed and dwelled amongst men. Who is that? Jesus Christ. So yes, Jesus Christ didn't have to say specific words when he was here in uh, fully God in, in the flesh, but he is the word of God. He was with God when Sodom and Gomorrah was burned. He was with God when this world was created. He was with God when the world was flooded. And he'll be here returning with full vengeance in his hand. Repent and put your faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, stop having the look of religiousness. Go to God in humility to say, God, I've been doing this my way. I know you know it. I want to do it your way. Give me your heart. Give me your desires. Change me from the inside out to give me a new path that leads directly to you. So I just wanted to share that this morning. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I love it. I love it. I live for Bible study and discipleship, with, especially with other brothers in Christ. If you are not understanding the importance of reading God's word and I will boldly say you do not know who God of the Bible is how can you know who God of the Bible is if your desire isn't to study his complete nature through his infallible word our Bible you guys have you guys have a blessed and happy uh, Friday finish your week strong hope you have a great weekend um, enjoy relax and um, catch up on some stuff around the house some things you got to do and I'll talk to you on Monday Home comfort system. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Destiny podcast. I hope you're really getting some good information from it. I'd love to connect with you. Please head over to my website at csimpsonjtd.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at csimpsonjtd. And if you always want to drop me an email, charles at csimpsonjtd.com. Um, and if you're on the Anchor platform or whether you're not, please head over to csimpsonjtd.com slash anchor to leave me a voice message so I can hear from you. Have a good one.